0: Hello and welcome to another episode of 8 Frugal Minutes where our motto is save that cash. Hey, thanks for joining us today. We're going to be talking about an interesting subject that a lot of people might already be doing, but it's got a fancy term and it definitely has a great opportunity to help you when it comes to your budgeting and finance. It's called backward budgeting. All right, let's get into this. Well, if you haven't heard of the term backward budgeting, let me share with you what it is and how it works. It's kind of just a fancy term, I guess, and it's a way of saying pay yourself first. You know, when we figure out our budgets, we sit down and figure out what this expense is, what that expense is. Then of course we figure out how much, um, we need to set aside for our savings account and all the priorities that come in before anything else. Well, this just cuts it to the bone and makes it paying yourself first so you put your money aside first of what you want to put away in your savings and then at that point you figure out the rest of your budget and it's a different way of thinking about your budget and it's also a different way of analyzing what's the most important thing because typically we think of you know our food and our housing to be the most important thing this actually makes you think about you being the most important thing and your future, which is an extraordinarily interesting thing. And for some people, this idea works extraordinarily well. And the reason why is because they know they're covered for their future. And so then they can focus on what their immediate needs are. So it's a different way of valuing who you and what you have going forward. Now, some people swear by backward budgeting. And let me tell you why. They believe that if You put your self first and your important material possessions and and all the housing and food second. And then whatever's left over you live off of, it actually immediately makes a mind shift. And the change is very simple. When you get to the third part with the money left over for the rest of the month, well, you stop buying frivolous things because your money will dry up real fast. And for someone who needs that discipline, Um, professional experts say this is a great way of doing it. So basically, you set aside however much money you want for savings every month. And that comes off the top. Then from there, you figure out your most important priorities as as you would any other time. And you pay those. And then from there, you have what's left for living. And it's a strategy for making sure you put your money where your most critical point is, which is your future. And that you build up your finances in a way that's you know different but they'll be there because you know you started there first the other thing that's really um, great about this idea is the fact that there aren't as many you know budget structuring things you you have three points you your needs whatever's left over and sometimes when you need to figure out a way to manage your money better And also to avoid, you know, all those frivolous things that we have, whether that's an extra coffee or maybe going through the drive-through, you look at your wallet and you go, nope, I can't do that. So it allows you to manage your money successfully. Now I have a couple of friends who actually do this and they love it. They love it because they have put together a really nice nest egg where they can just set the money aside and they're going to use it for their dreams. I have one particular friend who has been doing this now for two years and she's been doing it because she wants to travel around the world and setting this money aside every month means that next year in 2023, she will be um, abroad and doing her thing. And she wouldn't have never been able to do this unless she set that money aside first. She's the kind of person that loves to give generously. She checks things out. She's always trying new things. So this was a great way to manage her money successfully. And she gets to do what she wants. She did tell me that the first few months of this idea for the backward budgeting, she said it was kind of brutal because you just don't think of budgeting in this manner. You think about it where you sit down and you figure out all your expenses and then whatever's left over, you put in your savings. When you do it this way, that the first couple of months, you know, it's pretty tight and it's pretty scary. And she said she was a little nervous about it, but she recognized that it worked well for her. So you might be thinking, oh, this is an interesting concept for me. How would I do it? It's actually based on uh, a very simple personal value of what you're looking to do. So let's say you want to save 20% of your monthly income or 10%. What you do is you cut that off first and you set it aside. From there, you figure out your expenses, which approximately would be 40 to 60%. And then the remainder is what you use for your day-to-day life. It's like instead of having a leftover budget, you have a pre-budget and that pre-budget is what you're going to be using for your future, whether that's buying a new car, going on a trip and really focusing on what you want to do for the future. This also will allow you to be strict with your budget. When you come to your spending, especially during the month after your basic essentials are done, You'll notice that you'll be very strict with yourself, that there will be certain things that you will not be doing. And that actually is a good thing because what happens is, is it gives you a clear value of your needs. You know what you need first, you identify that and of course set that money aside. Then you're able to actually pay for the things that you have to have. And then at that point, you have things that you want to have. And those always variate as you will notice in your budget, things come and go. But you have a game plan of those expenses that aren't normal, that come and go. And as well as those things that might be a bit frivolous. And this budget actually is one of those things where you can figure out the bigger picture. You can work on your long-term goals. You're able to focus on those things that come along that maybe aren't that important important to you. And in fact, a lot of people who do backwards budgeting are investors. They really believe in investing in their future. So they set that money aside and they budget the rest and it becomes their lifestyle of spending. And a lot of people just love this idea. Now, whether it works for you or not, that's up to you. But it's definitely an interesting concept and you should check it out because it's a mindset difference. And even talking about it or looking how it's done, it really makes you stop and ponder, wow, how many things do I buy that are more impulsive that if I had a backward budget to, That would walk by without a problem. That wouldn't be of issue. So it's a very different way of looking at it. Well, that's about all the time we have today. Whether you decide to backward budget or not, we appreciate you listening. Thank you so much for your time. Remember, everything about budgeting, as well as all of the other topics we talk about on this podcast, is all about making your life better. It's about, you know, saving that cash, making cash, and doing what you want to do at the best lifestyle that you have. So... If this works for you, awesome. Check it out. See how it would work. If it doesn't work for you, cool too. It's all about you and your future. And you know what's best that works for you. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to 8 Frugal Minutes. And you can check us out now online at our website, EightFrugalMinutes.com, where we focus on how to save money, make money, as well as money tips and of course we throw in some fun until we meet again thank you for listening have a great day bye now